I'm so excited to talk to you guys about today's sponsor, Pros. Pros is the custom beauty brand that is all over your feed. I had been wanting to try them for so long. And when I tell you guys that I put on my Instagram story that they were going to be sponsoring the podcast, I got so many genuine organic responses from my following of people being like, oh my God, I love Pros. I've been using it for years. So don't even just take it from me, but take it from the genuine people that reached out agreeing with me about how much they love Pros. And when Pros says custom, they actually mean it. Each and every bottle of Pros custom hair and skincare is made to order and personalized with a unique blend of naturally powerful and proven effective ingredients to meet your needs. Their in-depth consultation analyzes over 80 factors for a complete view of your life and beauty goals. One of the coolest parts of the questionnaire that I thought was they literally asked me about my location and my zip code so that they could understand how hard the water is here, what the UV index is like, if it's cold, if it's dry, and all of that goes into these truly personalized products. Pros even did a third-party, double-blind, dermatologist-supervised controlled clinical study, aka the gold standard in research studies, and Pros proved that personalization works better than off-the-shelf alternatives. So try it for yourself and get your healthiest hair in 30 days or your money back. Pros is so confident that you'll love your results that they're offering the Artie Friends listeners an exclusive trial offer so that you can see the difference custom care can make. 50% off your first subscription order at pros, P-R-O-S-E dot com slash Artie Friends. That's pros.com slash Artie Friends for your free consultation and 50% off your one-of-a-kind formulas. Pros.com slash Artie Friends. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly, but then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Hello and welcome back to the Artie Friends Podcast. This is Allison. And this is Kara. Today we're going to be talking about feeling overwhelmed, which I'm sure is something all of you guys can relate to, whether that's been something you've had in the past or you're currently going through. This was just what we felt called to talk about today. Yeah, and we have a lot of good insight. We're going to talk about why you might be feeling overwhelmed, our experiences of being overwhelmed and how we've managed that and gotten through that. And then we'll give some good practical tips to help deal with that. But first, of course, we're going to catch up. So Allison, what's going on in your world? What's going on in my world? Well, it was Labor Day weekend. And just now I thought, why is it called Labor Day when that's the day that everyone's supposed to have off from work, right? Shouldn't it be called like Labor Free Day? <laughs> yeah, what? <laughs> yeah. Because I was going to say I had the opposite of a Labor Day because I worked. I had a sale at New Wave, um, which is an annual sale I've done. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, wait, no, I, I literally labored. I'm that is what I did. literally laboring. <laughs> Like, I'm getting some mixed signals from the holiday. Like you're telling me to, it's called Labor Day, but I'm not supposed to work. Yeah. I mean, you change it to Labor Free Day. You're right. Let's get a petition going. So odd. But <laughs> did you partake in the Labor Day festivities? Um, Of working as in labor or as like the traditional? <laughs> See, right? Like, yeah, now I'm confused what that means. Okay. The traditional weekend where it's like, usually you find a body of water, maybe you're grilling, Mm -hmm. maybe some yard games. That's what I think of as traditional Labor Day weekend activities. Yes. I wanted to, but it rained nonstop for the three days here in St. Louis. It was so depressing. It's so crazy how we can only be six hours apart and have such different weather. Yeah. Did you have a nice weekend? Yeah. It was like great weather here. Not that I got to enjoy literally any any of it. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I feel like a broken record when I say this, but if there's a holiday, that's like when I'm working because I'm capitalizing on everyone having the day off. And then today when it's a Tuesday is like when I'm trying to do stuff for my (laughs) own life, you know? So it's just, it's just backwards. But I did restart 75 hard. So I guess we could chat on that for a second. I don't even really know why. I was just feeling like, okay, I'm, I wanted to encourage other people to do sober September because that's 
really where like my sober curious journey started. And then I was like, well, if I did sober September two years ago and I, then I did 75 hard last year, I can't just like flop this year and not do anything. So I was like, I'll do 75 hard again. And tying perfectly in with this episode, winter time is definitely when my mental health goes down the most. So I think I'll finish like December 4th. So I'm trying to, you know, keep the vibes high Mm -hmm. through the fall by staying on top of my game. And Clay started today. He was like, (laughs) he's like, I'm going to enjoy Labor Day weekend, but I'll start with you on Tuesday. Mm -hmm. Very fair. Yeah. Yeah. So this morning... I actually walked here and... Oh my gosh. (laughs) Wait, that's really far. (laughs) You know... It did feel kind of far. Uh, I had done it one other time, but I think I need to make this a thing because part of 75 hard is really figuring out your time management. Mm-hmm. And this also just ties in so well. Like I could have been really overwhelmed and been like, okay, we have to record two episodes today. I have to get two workouts in. I've got to go thrifting. Da, da, da. And it's like, well, how can I, you know, kill all of these birds with one stone? So I'm like, perfect. Peaches is going to go. So Peaches is in the studio today. She's currently like sniffing around in the corner. Um, I was like, I'll be a good dog mom. I'll walk her. I'll get my workout in or my first workout. I'll get some sunshine, some fresh air. I'll listen to a podcast on the way. I'll stop and get a matcha on the way. We'll record for almost three hours and then I'll walk Mm -hmm. home and then I'll have my stuff done. Yep. It's done. And, And it's done. And yeah, so I think if you guys are interested in the 75 hard thing, we have an episode from last year, so I won't get more into it. But that's kind of what I've been doing is getting back into that mindset. Wow. Yeah. And like you've said before, it's more of a mental challenge. Everyone thinks it's a physical challenge. But like you just kind of said, it's about testing yourself to see how you can manage your time. And yeah, it sounds like you're really succeeding with that. So I'm excited to hear more about it. Thank you. Let's hope I finish. <laughs> I There's not a world where you don't finish. You are very Thanks. determined. Thank you. I On Saturday <laughs> night, I had to have a, a tough heart-to-heart with someone that took until like 11 o'clock at night. And then I was like, fuck, I have to do my second workout outside. And it's like Saturday, super dark. So I did like a 20-minute walk and then I did like body weight stuff like on the rooftop. Not fun, but you know, the pros still outweigh the cons for me. And funny thing that you post on your Instagram story about people thought bowling could be an exercise. And I thought maybe it could be. bowling. I thought you said (laughs) bullying. (laughs) B-U-L-L-Y. Is bullying an exercise? You just scream a lot and yell at someone, (laughs) beat them up. No, bowling. Bowling. Okay, what are your thoughts? Um, I thought that you could make it an exercise. Maybe if you walked around the whole time, but in between <laughs> turns. Like, I, like I don't think it down, was maybe. a very black and white issue. I thought maybe you could like bench press the balls while you're waiting or do some squats. Yeah, you see, could have made like, it something. Right. If it was one game of bowling, like, okay, that's a stretch. But I said th- for three games. Three mm-hmm. games is actually like kind of a lot. And bowling is an actual sport. But It's I decided- literally a sport. <laughs> It's, that's your answer. <laughs> that's so, I didn't count it. Okay. Because someone made the suggestion that they feel like it's supposed to be more about being present and like moving your body. And if you're going <laughs> bowling more for like fun and to hang out with people, is that like really working on like mind body wellness? I don't know. Well, if it was your first time, I feel like it's more of a no, but since it's your second time, I thought maybe you could you could count it, but... Right. Because it's like, I, what if I had already worked out like a really hard 45-minute workout that day? Yeah. And you've already done 75 hard. So it's like, I don't know. Maybe that doesn't excuse it, but... <laughs> like, this is her second go. She's fine. That's like the whole thing with 75 hard though is there's so much gray area. And even though Andy, the creator of it, he like, he has an app and some... Q&A is on his website. Like there's so much of like, well, does this count? Can I eat this? Like, I don't know. So you kind of have to take personal inventory and be like, if if you're asking yourself and trying to make it a thing, maybe not. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm happy that you did find something else to do and you made it work. So that's good. Thank you. Thank you. Um, updates for me. I wrote down that I've been cooking a lot and I have always loved cooking, but lately we were just stepping up the game. And I honestly, this is not sponsored me saying this, but I do think it's part in part to our sponsor of this podcast, Gobble. They sent me a meal kit box and it's like all about cooking. And ever since then, I'm like, I love this. Like, cause those meals were like more bougie than I usually make in that meal kit. So then it's inspired me to even get bougier with the stuff that I've been making. So... I don't know. I've also just had this realization 
lately that you can make a lot of stuff at home. And there's a lot of things that I just always thought you would buy. And that probably sounds really dumb, but there's just certain things that I never grew up, my parents never grew up making, like mayo. I had no idea you can make mayo at home. Is that embarrassing? Like I literally thought you had to buy mayo. (laughs) Yeah, or like oat milk. It's like, oh, it's just oats and water in a blender, that type of thing. Yes, exactly. So I've been having a lot of fun making things that I had no idea you could make. Another one, um, I have been really loving in the past, those cold brew pumpkin things from Starbucks. What is it called? The pumpkin cold brew where it has a cold brew and they do like the pumpkin cold foam with cinnamon and stuff. But this year I got one. It was so bad. And my friend posted about it. Like she had never tried it before. Got one. It was so gross. And I was like, that's weird. But then I got mine. It was not good at all. So I'm like, screw this. I'm just going to make it at home. So I found a recipe and it's so good. So yeah, just having fun making things at home that I just like always thought, like I just would have always thought I needed to go buy that drink from Starbucks, but I can make it at home and make it really good. So loving that. But yeah, other updates, like I said, my Labor Day was just the worst weather. All I wanted to do was use the last three days of my pool membership. Didn't even get to go. And I bought a book. I bought a Colleen Hoover, the Verity book, because if you're at all in book talk, like Colleen Hoover just has dominated book talk for the last year. And I haven't read any of her books. So I was so excited. And yeah, I just didn't get like that nice weather to sit outside and read that that I wanted. But yeah, uh, positive things that we did. We played some games. We found a new favorite restaurant, uh, Happy's Barbecue. That was like how you said traditional Labor Day things. I really wanted to get a barbecue meal because I'm like, that just feels like Labor Day. So if you live in St. Louis, I'm so sorry for ever promoting Salt and Smoke Barbecue because this one is so much better. I had only ever gone to this other barbecue restaurant in St. Louis and Pappy's like totally outdid them. So found a new favorite restaurant. And then me and Connor went to the super cute secondhand shop in St. Louis called Avalon Exchange. And I've been there three or four times. Always find something so cute. I got my Air Force Ones there. Um, I've gotten some really great sweatshirts and t-shirts there. And we bought Connor some fall clothes. And then I got some stuff for when I go to New York Fashion Week this week. So yeah. Which, yeah. Weekend. Can you update us about that? <laughs> um, I'm going to two events. Personally, I did not get invited to any events. I'm going as a plus one with my friend. I haven't reached out to any brands either. I don't know. It's kind of like I'm going to New York Fashion Week, but I'm also just going as an excuse to see my friends I haven't seen either since March of 2020 or when I went to New York last, which was May of 2021. So I'm trying to do like a little bit of New York Fashion Week. Like I'll definitely get some cute outfits and take pics and stuff. And I do have a really good family friend. She's a teacher at one of the fashion schools in New York and she is a big volunteer coordinator at New York Fashion Week. So I'll get to go see her. I'm going to go into the tents and like go go see her. Her name's Lisa. She's awesome. So I'll get to actually be inside, maybe get to sneak into a show. We'll see. But I don't know. It's just kind of an excuse to go out there and and have fun. So... Yeah. No, that's amazing. And I feel like that's a great starting point where then if this is your first year of doing it, you know, you're being maybe being the plus one, maybe getting into a few things. And then each year, if you were to go again, you can level up your experience and build upon it. Yes. And I don't know when the right time, they only dropped the schedule like last week. They drop it pretty late. So you only have a certain amount of time to reach out to the brands and try to get an invite. Like it's all really crazy. And I'm only going for the first three days. I had to fly out the evening of the third day. So I'm very happy with just the two events I'm going to and just see my friends. So yeah, it's gonna be a really fun time. Are there any New York spots that you're just like so excited to go back to like restaurants or some stores or anything? Oh my gosh, that's such a good question. L Train Vintage. I hope I get to go. It's so cute. They have, they, that's where I got my favorite, absolute favorite sweatshirt. I do want to go back to 12 chairs. We'll see if we make it out there. That is in Williamsburg. I feel like they another location though but I don't know I'm just ready to go with the flow see where the weekend takes me but yeah just excited to be back and just feel the energy the energy in New York is incomparable to anywhere else no I'm so happy that you get to go back there I don't know if I said it on this podcast or I think I actually just made a TikTok and then drafted it and never posted it but I had the words and was like why do I randomly feel called to go back to New York right now like I don't know this was a few weeks ago and that's when I ended up going to Tulum instead but those were kind of the two destinations I was deciding between which are not similar at all 
all. <laughs> Very different trips. But I have been kind of wanting to go back there too. Just to like, it's such an inspiring place. It is. I love living there. It's just a hustle culture, but also a networking and connecting culture. Like people like to connect with other people and bounce ideas off each other, which it's just a smart city. Like people are smart and they know that networking is important. And I know that New York gets the rap for being mean New Yorkers aren't welcoming, but I just always have felt welcome there and made really good friends and connections while I was there. Yeah, that's amazing. This will only just keep fostering that. Maybe we have to go for a weekend and do some recordings. Oh, we so should. There's so many great people that we could have on if we did that. So many. Like, that would be awesome. We, I think we talked about that way when we first started the podcast, doing like a New York trip and interviewing our New York connections. Okay, well, you have an insane travel schedule coming up, but <laughs> after, after that. After that, maybe Christmas or like around the December time. That could be really fun. CBD. Love it. Okay. With all of that, peak of the week. I'm going to say my peak of the week was on Labor Day weekend. Like I was saying, we went to a comedy show one of the nights and it was very funny. So that was a good time. And I hadn't been to a comedy show in a long time. And it's nice. Just have a two, three hour run where you're just laughing the whole time. It feels really good. Yeah. I think I've only been to one comedy show and it was Book of Mormon in New York. Oh my gosh. That is such a good musical. Oh my God. All right. It's a musical, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. Hilarious. I guess it's like it's like a comedy musical that's like yes. very crass. It's very crass. <laughs> oh my! I had no idea. Me, I went my cousin. I'm like, what is this? Thank God he's like cool and it's not weird. I was just like, oh my god, that was not what I was expecting. Yeah, but very funny. Like I don't think I would have taken my dad to that. <laughs> oh, if he went with your family, they're like 13 year olds with their parents. In front of us, I was like, this is strange. Why would you bring your like? I don't know. Probably because you don't think that that is what it's gonna. Be. Be. Yeah, I had no you idea. put a disclaimer. <laughs> no, that's really funny. You should go to a comedy show. I just love comedy podcasts and podcasts by comedians. So I was just really feeling that. And I'm, I'm glad we got to go. Do you have an all-time favorite comedian? Oh my gosh, I feel like it fluctuates. I love Nikki Glaser and she's from St. Louis. That's kind of cool. Whitney Cummings, oh. both so funny. Tim Dillon, he had a new special just drop on Netflix. So funny. Uh, wow, builder. the fact that you just said two two girls though, like mm-hmm. my brain immediately thinks of comedians being a male dominated industry. It definitely is, like for sure. That's awesome that you said two women because I don't even think I could name really like a woman comedian. <laughs> wow, Allison, you're so behind on the times. No, no, no. It comedy is. isn't exactly my <laughs> cup of tea. Anyway, for some reason, I like it, but when things are forced to be funny, I don't really find it funny. No, for sure. I don't know if that makes sense. And I don't really like how a lot of comedy is just like racial slurs, putting people down, poking fun at people. So I just kind of like get a bad taste in my mouth from a lot of comedy. I know it's not all like that. No, for sure. That's definitely like low hanging fruit comedy. And I feel like the, (laughs) like, absolutely. And I feel like the comedians I just said are smart, you know, they have smart comedy, but they're witty. They're witty. Yeah. And I think that those, the top to your comedians definitely agree with what you're saying like kind of look down on those people too because it's just yeah that's easy humor to make fun of people or like to do sexual jokes and stuff that's the low-hanging fruit but if if you can make anything funny through your storytelling and how you retell stories that's what makes a really good comedian okay love that i'll I'll do some research and find some higher hanging fruit comedians (laughs) yeah (laughs) absolutely okay what was your peak of the week okay so last week i said i went to watch play coach right so i did it i went and did a crossfit class and i have a six inch bruise on my Mm. thigh to prove it i wish you could see it in one of my recent instagrams you can see it's pretty long But the worst part is that I did that within like one minute of the class starting. Part of the workout was like getting on a stationary bike and I tried to swing my leg like back around to get on it. And I like jammed my right, like above my knee into the back of the peg. I don't know if that makes sense. And I was, it started bleeding too. It like cut and hit it and it's like bulging. And Clay was like, dude, you're supposed to get in like from the front, like through the little space, just like put your foot through there. I was like, oh, well now I know. But (laughs) lesson learned. (laughs) The good thing was that since my leg was hurting so bad, like honestly, the workout was fine. Like, yeah. 
it really distracted me from the, the workout being hard. And I actually did a really good job. I stayed competitive with the class and finished with great times on everything. And the most fit girl in the class, you could tell afterwards, she like gave me a high five. It was super nice. And then Clay put something on his story and she replied to him and she was like, wait, that was your girlfriend? Damn. Like, I was like, oh, thanks. You think I'm not terrible. So that was my peak because I tried something new, tried something that had been scaring me and it wasn't that bad. And oh, and my dad went with me. I guess that was an important part because my dad had never been to a CrossFit class either. So on Sunday, me, my dad, Clay and stepmom had gone to brunch and we committed at the table. We're like, all right, me and my dad, my stepmom would have came, but she had surgery on her foot. So she'll come soon. But yeah, it was great. I would do it again. Yay. That's awesome. Other than the injury, but yeah, I just, <laughs> I think that that is another part of why that type of athletics scare me is because I just, I'm not that familiar with all the equipment. So then I feel like I'm doing things wrong because I, I don't, I don't know how to use all that stuff. I mean, a stationary bike, <laughs> I know how to use a stationary bike, but it's very <laughs> quick transitions. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, you're going from the bike to one thing. So you're bopping around really fast. Like it wouldn't have happened if I would just like gone to a regular gym and like set my water bottle down. Yeah. But you know, like we said on maybe our trying new things episode, it's always good to be bad at something for the first Mm -hmm. time. And it's a good way to, I don't know, fix your ego and open yourself up. (laughs) Right. 100%. Yeah. Okay, great. All right, time for your guys' Peaks of the Week. Maggie said, got inspired by your September Patreon episode and started revamping my personal brand. Love that. Can't wait to see how it turns out. That's amazing. Hannah said, announcing my pregnancy and receiving so much love and support. Oh, I love that. That's so wholesome. Aw. Desiree said, finally took time for myself and got my lashes done. I've been wanting to do it for years now. Good for you. We love a self-care moment. Awesome. And Brooke said, got home from a week-long van camping trip and finally took a nice hot shower. (laughs) Wow. That's always the best. Yeah. I was going to say, there's nothing like the shower after a vacation Mm -hmm. when you're greasy and disgusting from the airplane or being in the car and sweating all day. And then you just get that good shower with your (laughs) full-size products. and Yeah. Especially camping. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Amazing. Very relatable. Well, as always, send in your peaks to our Instagram at Already Friends Podcast, which is our new username. If you guys haven't noticed, we just thought, you know, why not add the podcast part so people can tell it's a podcast <laughs> yeah. now, right? It's It was so silly. Like, Kara and I were just emailing one day and I was like, okay, it's kind of been a while since we've had the Instagram account, but can we just change it to Already Friends Podcast? Like, why, why did we not start with that? Why I not? I don't know. Like... <laughs> I think it's because we thought at the beginning, maybe the handle at We're Already Friends was going to not just be about the podcast, Mm -hmm. but we've really honed in on the podcast being our, our thing for now. So yeah. So catch us there. Go follow us if you don't follow us. And yeah, as always, that's where we do the peaks and our question boxes for our monthly What Would You Best You Do? So catch that all there. Perfect. And without further ado, we can get into today's topic of feeling overwhelmed and a little bit of burnout in there as well. So I know we mentioned we felt called to do this. Allison presented this idea. So do you want to take it away with why you thought this would be a good topic for today? Yeah, for sure. I think it stemmed from listening to this podcast episode on one of my other favorite podcasts called Almost 30. It's the episode that came out on July 21st called uh, Exploring the Feminine Experience and Its Relationship to Capitalism. And it's just a really thought-provoking episode about why women particularly get so burned out because a lot of our jobs are also very emotionally draining, not just physically draining. And at home, we're also wearing so many hats. You know, you're the one maybe going to get the groceries in charge of the food, the atmosphere and vibe of your home. You're you know, trying to curate making this house a home. You're maybe the one booking appointments and a lot can just fall on women that takes a lot out of us across the table. Mm -hmm. And it was really enlightening to hear that and how it related to capitalism and like so much of our capitalist society is about money. And if you're making a lot of money, then it's like, you know, by capitalist standards, like you're successful, good job, you're you're doing the thing. But it's never like, hey, you have a regulated nervous system. Congratulations. Hey, your mental health is really great right now. Congratulations. Hey, you've made 
your house a home. You're doing a great job as a mom. Like those things are hardly celebrated or celebrated at the level of like getting a bonus at your job or like getting that salary. And I just thought it would be a good topic to talk about because I related to that a lot too. Like so much of what brings us peace in life, like doesn't have the numbers to show. So then you feel like, oh, am I not being productive because I took a nap? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I even want to bring it back to that emotional labor piece because I took a class in college um, on women and gender studies. And that was one of the things we talked about was women typically have more jobs that require that emotional labor. And, you know, you could be on your feet for a whole day for a job, but then adding that element on top of it where you have to be nice and you have to be talking to everyone, making small talk, that is equally as draining as the physical aspect. So it's like, oh, you're getting double drained. And again, that typically falls on women within jobs, which yeah, is going to tie into why you might be feeling overwhelmed and how you can become overwhelmed. So yeah, no, I I love all those points and you're so right with a lot of that. Two quick notes. Um, Last year at this time, we recorded episode 32, Balance Priorities and Saying No, and episode 34, Are You Burned Out? So those specifically dive into more advice on those topics. So if you're feeling especially burned out, you can maybe give those a listen. I think our goal with this episode today is just to, just to have a conversa- conversation, share our experiences, and then maybe wrap up with like a little call to action. Yeah. Uh, we just wanted to normalize that you shouldn't be feeling so overwhelmed all the time. Mm-hmm. And something that Allison said to me before we got on was that overwhelmed, feeling overwhelmed and being overwhelmed is kind of the first step before you hit burnout. So if you're looking at this episode, it's kind of like, okay, this is the step before burnout. We'll give some tips for how you can tackle feeling overwhelmed in the moment. But then if you are totally burnt out, you're far gone, maybe head to that episode number 34 and check out those tips because they're similar, but they're different. Perfect. And then in my opinion, I think if you stay in the space of being really burnt out for too long, that's when depression can set in. And I also feel like with the timing of this being in the fall or getting close to fall. For me, September is fall. Like Mm -hmm. September does not feel like summer. It's so confusing. But recognizing if you're starting to feel overwhelmed now, so that way that doesn't lead to being burnt out in a couple of months. And then you hitting the peak of winter when seasonal, what's the A stand for? And sad. Seasonal affective disorder? I don't know. It's like when basically when more people get depressed in the winter time, you know, I don't actually know what sad stands for. So that way you don't hit that point in the winter. We're trying to, you know, stop it before we get too far down the road. As a retail shop owner, I know how important it is to have a good, reliable POS system. That's why I'm so excited about our sponsor today, Shopify. Shopify has already taken the cash register online, helping millions sell billions around the world. Did you know that Shopify can do the same thing at your retail store? Give your point of sale system a serious upgrade with Shopify. Shopify POS is your command center for your retail store. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify has everything you need to sell in person. With Shopify, you get a powerhouse selling partner that effortlessly unites your in-person and online sales into one source. Track everything across your business in one place and know exactly what's in stock. Connect with customers both inline and online. Shopify helps you drive store traffic with plug and play tools built for marketing campaigns from TikTok to Instagram and beyond. Get hardware that fits your business. Take payments by smartphone, transform your tablet into a point of sale system, or use Shopify's POS Go Mobile device for a battle-tested solution. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Do retail right with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash already friends. That is all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash already friends to take your retail business to the next level today. Shopify.com slash already friends. Thank you again to Shopify for sponsoring the already friends podcast. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly, but then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the hefty renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials to participate. Simply fill up an orange hefty renew bag with accepted items, tie it up and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. 
Okay, perfect. Well, I think we can start off with just talking about what is being overwhelmed. For what Allison was just saying, if you are feeling constantly overwhelmed, I just want to point out in my research, I did find that it is normal to feel a little bit stressed, a little bit of overwhelm, because we actually do have a capacity, some sort of capacity for overwhelm and stress. And it actually goes back to our fight or flight senses. Each person has a certain threshold of stress or overwhelm that they can handle. And I think when we do start to actually feel overwhelmed, it's just the stress and the things that we have to do just gets outside of that threshold. So everyone has a different amount that they can handle. And sometimes you learn to handle more stress and you can cope with it over time. But just know that no life is going to be stress-free and your life is going to have some things that stress you out and that's normal. And that's just learning to deal with life. So if you're coming here to figure out how to live with no stress and be chill all the time, that's probably not what's going to happen. But yeah, I just wanted to shout that it is normal and we are wired to have some capacity to handle that kind of stress. I think that's a great shout. And just thinking, you know, the grass is always greener on the other side, but usually, you know, if you fix one problem, then there's usually like, what are you giving up one thing to get another? Mm -hmm. And so let's say you have this amazing job that's paying you so much money, but it's stressing you out because you have no free time, your health is deteriorating, whatever. Well, let's say you take a lower paying job. Now you might be stressed about finances, but your health is going well. So there's usually, you know, in the ebb and flow of life, you might not get all of your boxes checked at one time. Yeah. And that's okay. Yeah. And this even relates to maybe if you're with someone, if you have a partner and you guys do the exact same task, but for you, it might completely stress you out. And for them, it's fine. Like there's no stress at all. Maybe you just have different stress capacities. So yeah, just think about that when listening to this part of the episode. But yeah, what is being overwhelmed? A few other examples are feeling like you have too many mental tabs open at once. An example might be anything could set you off into a crying spiral, like one long email, one coworker says something in the wrong tone. Like if you're feeling like you live on edge or you're walking on eggshells, definitely feel like that could be a point of overwhelm and just not feeling like you have any time for yourself. Mm-hmm. There's just so much externally going on that you don't have any time to go inward. Yeah, and just feeling like everything's out of your control when truly in life, there are things that are in your control. There are things that are out of your control, but being overwhelmed is when you really can't see straight and it just feels like everything is not in your control. Mm. And it's all happening to you instead of you being the one making these decisions and taking the reins. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, with that, I think we can share some of the experiences that we've had before when we felt overwhelmed. Allison, what comes to mind when we have this conversation? The first thing that comes to mind for me is when I decided, yeah, I can open a new wave five days a week. Like, I don't even really know how I just thought I could make that jump. Like, there was the demand. People wanted me to be open more than three days a week. I was like, okay, cool. We'll do five days. Not considering like, uh, when am I going to go and source new items? When am I going to wash things? When am I going to reset up the store? When am I going to clean things? When am I going to see anything? one? When am I going to work out? Like didn't take into any consideration what my actual capacity was. And so then in doing that for a few months, it led me to total burnout and being so exhausted that then I had to close New Wave for two months because I didn't even know up from down and was just like in so deep to where if I had just not overstepped and been like, no, I know my boundaries. Like I'm really appreciative that people want me to be open more, but that's just not something I have the resources to do right now. We've got to keep it up three days, then I wouldn't have had to close for two months. Mm -hmm. So I think it's just so important to be proactive because sometimes it feels like if you're doing more, it's going to lead to more output, more productivity, better, better. But if it's not in alignment or you're overdoing it, then you wind up burnt out or at rock bottom. And then what's it all for? Mm -hmm. Just kind of like ruin the progress that you made. Do you feel like in that situation, you had to learn through doing? Or do you feel like you could have foresaw that from happening? Um, I think that's a great question, but I think I, I could have foreseen that. When you're starting out in a job or an entrepreneur role, I think you're excited that people want to buy your product or you want to like prove to your boss that you can take on more. And so, you know, I was like eager to try to like prove that I could do it, but without actually reflecting on like, is this sustainable long-term? Yeah. And I also feel like I was not in a space back then where I really 
reflected as much as I do now. I was just so willing to say yes to things. And I was really retested with that this summer. I talked a little bit about it on the big decisions episode where I was like, I have this big decision weighing on me. Well, what it was is this company asked me to be the creative director of it. And it was a really great job offer with a really great salary, benefits, whatever. And they were like, yeah, you can still have New Wave, still do the podcast. And I was like, wow, this is a dream job. Like, this is amazing. And so, you know, we went back and forth. We did all these meetings. And then like when it came down to it, I was like, how the fuck am I going to do that? Like, when when would I have 40 extra hours in my week to work a full-time job right now? Like, I would have to give up so much. I would have no social life. I would have to, I would not be doing 75 hard. Mm -hmm. I would not be going to yoga. I would not be taking trips. And so I just had to, I don't know, be honest with myself. Like that's not something I could do. And so, you know, I came back to him and was like, I so appreciate this. I want to say yes to this. If you had caught me before I opened New Wave, Mm -hmm. I would have jumped at this, but like the timing is just not there. So him and I might try to figure out something that's maybe a little more like project basis that is sustainable long-term. So we're like, we're kind of working through that. But me, a few years ago, I would have just been like, oh yeah, let's do it. And then I would have gotten months down the line and had a breakdown because... I was burning myself into the ground. Mm -hmm. So I do think, you know, as you have more life experience, you realize how you were saying at the beginning, like, what is your capacity? And that is not my capacity. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm not going to do that to myself. Yeah. And there are people that they could do that and that's fine for them. But you know yourself and you know, maybe even through experience of having other times when you're burnt out or very overwhelmed, that's not for you. No, I would just (laughs) rather have a regulated nervous system and Mm -hmm. have time to meditate and wake up when I want to. Yes. And when you were just talking about all that, I know you mentioned being new to a job, being very eager is something that happens maybe before overwhelm. And that is something I can definitely relate to. Uh, When I had a full-time job, something that almost caused me overwhelm was saying yes to too many things. That definitely caused me overwhelm in high school and college. I would say yes to everything in both those places. In high school, I would do every single club. I would take all the honors classes. I just wanted to do it all. And that would lead me to be crying at midnight to my mom that I didn't finish a project and it was due tomorrow. And the amount of sick days that my mother let me take because I had to do XYZ for the swim team or for a speech class. And then I had an AP physics exam that next morning that I hadn't studied for at all. So thank you, Lolo, for (laughs) letting me stay home, even though it was clearly obvious to the teacher why I was not at school. But yes, I have grown up saying yes to way too many things that when I finally got to my career and to work, I did figure out a way to not do that as much. And that was something that my boss at the time said to me in one of our feedback sessions. She was like, you are one yes away from your breaking point. Like I can just see. She's like, because I worked at a place that was a very very much a place that allowed you to take on different projects with different teammates. They let you kind of do a little bit of everything, which I loved. But at the same time, if you don't know how to self-regulate and tell yourself when enough is enough, that could quickly become something that breaks you. So I've definitely gotten so much better at saying no to things, but oh my gosh, every probably 90% of the times I've been overwhelmed directly correlates to me just taking on way too much. Yeah. And I think back at the beginning, we were saying like, you have control. Mm -hmm. You know, we do. It's like, I had control and that I chose to open New Wave five days a week. I had control to say yes or no to this full-time job. You had control of whether to take those projects on or not. And I think it's really easy to just blame all of your circumstances. But if we have a good, hard, honest talk with ourselves, it's like, did we put ourselves in this position? Yeah, we might have. Um, I have to read this quote really fast from Warren Buffett. I found it in the time of my overwhelm. It says, the difference between successful people and really successful people is that really successful people say no to almost everything. Mm -hmm. Because in saying no to the things that don't serve you or not going to get you where you want to go, you're saying yes to the bigger, better things. Mm -hmm. And I think that's so hard for so many of us is like, we want to be people pleasers. We don't want to let people down. We want to, you know, take opportunities that come our way, but... You can't say yes to all of them. Exactly. And yeah, it's a very fine balance of doing enough to propel you forward and to bring you these new opportunities with, okay, now you're crying in your car because you committed (laughs) to doing something that is absolutely way beyond what you're capable of in the moment. So yeah, I think a few other times that I felt overwhelmed and Allison 
can relate to this as well is just knowing that we have these phones and these laptops and these emails that can just, someone can reach out to us at any given time. And I know this happens to me on our work trips, knowing that at 11 p.m. on a Tuesday when I'm on the ground on a shoot, my boss can call me or someone can call me and ask how our day went. And it's just like, oh my gosh, it's it's a lot. That gives me anxiety, literally just <laughs> thinking about that. That like just hit my heart so hard there. Mm-hmm. Oh. And oh, we didn't even speak on this, but this is what we meant to say at the beginning is like workplaces, some workplaces, not all of them, are just expecting more and more from their people. And a lot of it is due in part to technology. Back in the day, you worked your set hours, you went home, you clocked out physically and mentally. Nowadays, that is not the case in so many roles. Like we're, the work doesn't stop if you don't, if you don't set that boundary. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they know that they could call you and wake you up or they could call you and they know where you are or they know that you can't answer. So yeah, absolutely setting those boundaries. And like we said on other episodes, making sure that you're taking jobs that respect boundaries and have people in your leadership or bosses that understand that. And I've had a pretty good, pretty good luck with having people that respect that. Last thing I'll say is just having a rude coworker that expects a lot from you that has probably been the overwhelm in the past couple of years for me is just knowing that nothing I do is ever enough for this person. They'll always find something that I did wrong. And that's so overwhelming. Like I literally had another coworker call me out for it and being like, hey, you can't control this. So there's no point in getting so worked up about it because you're doing your best and we know that. So all of that to say is definitely times where we felt overwhelmed. And I think now we can go into giving some practical tips and how we actually cope with it in the moment. Yeah, rolling off of what you just said about your coworker, I did a little research and being products of our environment, if your coworkers are overwhelmed or burnt out, or your roommates, your partner, your siblings, your parents, your friends, whatever, it's easier for you to go into that space as well because if they're constantly, you know, complaining, upset, whatever, they're, you know, we spill out whatever is going on inside of us. So mm-hmm. for one, it's going to normalize that that's a state of mind, that that that's okay and acceptable. And two, their baggage is going to like spill onto you. And then that's, you're going to have to start carrying the weight of all of their problems. Mm-hmm. So tying that together, I had this, like I said, I had that situation on Saturday night, like that long heart to heart with someone. And there was another situation a few years ago, way back that I never really worked through, I guess. And it all kind of came full circle for me this weekend. And of course, you know, Clay being my go-to person, I wanted to like tell him everything and, you know, sit down and, you know, as a partner does, like have be have him be there for me to lean on. And I was just like, you know what? I talk to this man all the time about everything. He's always my go-to person, but this is just beyond what he needs to hold space for. So I literally just went to better help therapy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the like I always hear podcasts sponsor it. And I was like, okay, you know what? I'm going to not burden this therapist. Talk this out <laughs> with this therapist so that I don't have to make all of this issues Clay's problems because a lot of this happened before him and I even met. And like, yeah, he'll also, of course, talk with him about it. But there is, I think, a level where your friends and family can be there for you. And then there's a level of like, you're maybe putting a little too much on them that it starts to affect their mental health. Because a lot of what this problem was is someone was putting way too much on to me that now I'm like, okay, I need therapy to deal with what you should have gone to therapy for. Wow. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so, but yeah, with BetterHelp, I wish this was sponsored, but it's not. Um, (laughs) It was actually, it's $80 a week. And I just bought four weeks up front. You literally just put your card in and then they assigned me someone to like whatever I wanted to talk about within like a day. And I have a video chat with her tomorrow. It was so easy because I wanted to kind of like talk about it to someone in a timely way, not like, okay, let me go try to shop around for therapists. Mm -hmm. And like, I don't have health insurance. How am I going to figure this out? So definitely recommend that if you're just like, I just need someone to talk to, to help me out now. Yeah. And yeah. And I love that you're taking action in an appropriate way, 
going to therapy and again, just echoing what you said is so, so true that the coworker that was bothering me, I know is so stressed and so overwhelmed and at their breaking point. And you're right. They just transferred that to me and I probably transferred it to other people. So I'm sorry if any of my coworkers are listening. I apologize. And I have now learned how to better cope with that. But you're so right. It's just an energy transfer and it's just, it's not good at all. No, and someone's got to stop it. Otherwise, Mm -hmm. it's just a domino effect and hurt people hurt people and it just keeps going until someone's like enough is enough okay with that being said how do we (laughs) stop it the biggest thing that you can do to stop being overwhelmed is of course recognize that you're overwhelmed take a second stop what you're doing whether that's journaling it out you could write down how you're feeling and it doesn't have to make sense just writing your pen on the paper and just letting out what's stressing you out is going to make you feel better another one is get outside and just gain some perspective I know there was a trend on TikTok that I'm glad was a trend but it's the we're all little people on a floating rock in the middle of this galaxy that is the most perspective you could get it's just like why am I freaking out about this coworker who's blamed me for something that they did wrong or whatever just get outside take in nature leave your phone inside, breathe some fresh air, touch some grass, (laughs) like get zen. And yeah, just realize that everything's gonna be okay. You still have your health. You're still breathing. You're still above ground. Like, come on, which is hard. It's hard in the moment, but it's a good tip. Love that. Makes me think of the quote, someone else's ask is not your emergency. Mm -hmm. So asking yourself like, do I need to stop everything I'm doing right now and tend to the needs of this person? Probably not. Mm -hmm. Or like whatever situation's happening, is is it that important? What's the worst? that could happen if this didn't get met straight away. And off of you saying journaling, I haven't done it recently, but when I was not doing well, because I probably just should have gone to therapy and talked to someone about it, I would like rant into my voice notes. Because sometimes you're like, you don't really want to tell someone or like it's kind of a private issue or something, or you just need to blow steam off so that when you do go to talk to someone, you can have a little more clear head about it. I would just like rant into my voice notes and then delete it. Mm -hmm. That's so nice because it makes you feel like you've gotten your thoughts out. Yeah. For me, it's like writing down in my journal two or three or four pages and I'm frustrated just all the things that have made me feel frustrated. And then, like you said, if it is a conversation with someone, maybe take that conversation 24 hours later, 48 hours later, and you can look at your notes and be like, okay, what is actually something I need to address with this person? What's something that is just that was just me feeling very hot-headed in the moment? But then, yeah, it's also good to look back and see what you can change because being what being delusional is doing the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result. Mm. So looking back at those things that stressed you out, what can you change so you're not getting the same result? Absolutely. What you resist will persist. If you don't fix it, it's just going to keep coming at you and getting bigger and bigger. Mm-hmm. Another thing to cope with overwhelm is to reframe some of your have tos to get to. Mm-hmm. I thought about this when a girl came in a few months ago. I was like, oh, what are you doing today? And she was like, oh, I have to go do this thing. And I was like, have to or get to? And she was like, I wish I could say I get to, but I'm just not in the place right now where it feels like I have to. And then her and I had just this like big aha of like, wow, so much in our lives. It's like, oh, I have to go do this. I have to go do that. But could you reframe that? And, you know, we all saw the main character trends on TikTok of how can you make that an experience? Like, oh, I have to go to the grocery store. This morning, I have to go record the podcast. I have to go do this workout. It's like, I get to do that. Mm -hmm. I love the podcast. I love to go for walks. And just changing your mindset, which is so much easier said than done sometimes, or just like, this is fun. I get to be doing this. Like there are so much worse things that could be happening right now. Kind of going back to the perspective thing, like this is not so bad. Absolutely. I love that. It's so true. It's like we get to go buy food that fuels our body and you get to spend that money and choose what you want to eat. Love all that. I know for me, some final tips, like we mentioned, feeling overwhelmed for me is taking on a lot of things. What really helps me is writing down a list of step-by-step what I will do to not feel overwhelmed because that's kind of putting you in control. And how I mentioned earlier, when you're feeling really overwhelmed is when you feel like nothing's in control. So make a list of things that you can control and then just take action. After you've had that moment to reflect, just sit, to address the feelings that you have, you have to take action. Otherwise, you're just going to be stuck in that place. So for me, making that list really helps so I can just move on from this feeling overwhelmed and not being afraid to ask for help. If someone can help you take some things off your plate, people love to help other people, especially your close friends and your family. So don't be afraid to ask for help when you need it. 
That's amazing. I think my last summarizing thought is the book I'm reading now, Entre Leadership by Dave Ramsey, which I didn't know Dave Ramsey was so controversial, apparently. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I literally just found this book at the thrift store and it's about leadership. So for me, it it resonates a lot, but he talks about how there's like four different levels of like what a to-do can be grouped into. Like, is it urgent, a priority, or like, you guys should look it up, but it's like urgent, but not a priority. Priority, but not urgent. If you're in your workday and someone comes into your office and asks you something, that might seem urgent, but it's not a priority and mm -hmm. it doesn't need to get done right now. So just like, what are some things in your life that you feel like you urgently have to get done, but maybe they're not a priority at all? Yeah. I have definitely noticed myself taking inventory of that kind of stuff more. I think since starting the podcast, I feel like we've talked about that before. And I definitely catch myself thinking, is this a priority? No. Then get back to what you need to do. Because <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's Maybe you have all those things in your head, but the things that are a priority are getting neglected. And maybe that's why you're feeling mm -hmm. overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. I love that. Oh, this was, this was great. I feel like we both have come a long way. Mm-hmm. And I agree with what you said at the beginning of every person has the capacity to hold different amounts of overwhelm and stress. And I can definitely say, even since starting the podcast, my capacity has like grown so much of what I can hold. I used to get way more overwhelmed way easier mm -hmm. because like you said, I felt like I couldn't control things and like it was so much happening. But once I felt like, okay, I'm taking the reins and I get to decide, it makes you feel a little more grounded and like I can I can speed things up and I can slow them down. It's not all just life's taking me away. Yeah, I love that. Okay, amazing. This is great. Yeah, it's a great combo. And again, check out those other episodes. We'll link them in our show notes if you want to hear more on this similar topic. Sweet. We'll catch you guys next week. Thanks for joining us. Bye. Bye. Hey guys, thanks so much again for listening to another episode. We seriously appreciate all the love and support. And to show our appreciation, Allison's going to announce a giveaway that we have going on and she's going to tell you how you can get entered. All right. What you can win is a big PR box full of all of these awesome products. There will be something in there for everyone in order to get entered. There are two things you can do. One is to leave a rating or review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Make sure to send a screenshot of that to our Instagram. That way we know you left that review or you can put some up on your Instagram story, whether that's a screenshot of a podcast episode you're listening to, a quote that you resonated with, and tag us so that we can make sure to see it. And then we will put you into our chart of your name and we will draw at the end of the year. As always, if you guys want to stay connected with us, you can join our Facebook group, Already Friends Podcast, Friend Squad. You can also join our Patreon page, patreon.com slash already friends. It's $5 a month for a bonus episode every single month with access to our entire backlog of bonus episodes. Guys, so many good topics there. So go check that out. And yeah, as always, thanks for listening and we'll catch you guys next time. Bye. Bye. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.